When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there, welcome to the Talk Republic podcast. The following episode is an audio recording from a live broadcast we did on our Facebook page. During the chat, you will hear questions from the audience and even shout outs we give to the people that attended. If you want to be a part of the live broadcast, please make sure you follow us on Facebook so you don't miss a thing. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Tag Republic podcast, a weekly chat with Carolina Guzik about all things marketing. Some episodes are short tips that you can implement in your business right away, while others are in-depth conversations with industry leaders. Whether you're a new photographer searching for some knowledge or an established professional with years of experience, Carolina offers fresh and innovative advice that can help you transform your photography business. Republic. I am Carolina Gusic, your host, and today we have an amazing guest with us. His name is Manolo Dureste. We are actually, we know each other in real life, so that's always exciting to bring people. <laughs> I love that. So today we're going to be talking about how to uh, enhance your client experience, and I can really wait to tackle this topic because it doesn't matter if you are a beginning beginner, I can't even talk, if you're a beginner or if you are super successful, a client experience, I would say, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, 90% of what your business is. You could be the most amazing photographer, deliver beautiful pictures, but if the experience was not the best for the client, that's what they are going to remember. Now, if you're listening to the podcast, what I want you to do is to screenshot this episode, share it in social media, do an Instagram story, make sure that you tag Manolo, tag the Talk Republic. And if you are live with us right here on Facebook, leave us a comment right now. Let us know if we sound and look good. And <laughs> make sure that, again, you invite your friends and you can do so by tagging them on the comments below or using the share button. As a matter of fact, let me share myself right now. So Manolo, how are you doing today? You know, today I decided to go with look over comfort. So I wore this sweater that I love wearing, but we don't have winters in South Florida. So I'm really warm right now. <laughs> Listen, you're talking about looks. So, look, I have my old grandma sweater, which by now. Yeah, it's, you wear a sweater too. I just realized. It's, it's, I love it. It's like a PJ sweater and Listen, we are very extra here in Miami. It went down to 78 and we got our winter clothes out. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like, I am all wintered out. Like, I, I almost put boots on. I was like, that's a bit much. So I just wore my, my boots. <laughs> I have the same shoes on right now. <laughs> are we twinning today? With our We're twinning. We are twinning. Um, I, so I see I have a couple of people here live. I just want to make sure that we look and sound good. So if you can just drop something on the comments below. I'm looking at my computer here and I see that we went in and out. So I just want some confirmation for people listening and watching us right now that we are all good. 
Well, while they give us the confirmation, Manolo, what about you tell us who you are and what do you do? Definitely. Thank you, Carolina. First, thank you for requesting for us to do this. I'm really excited. I, since the moment I met you in RL, I've adored you and we have a lot of really great mutual friends that are great people. And, and I just, I, I love our connection. Love it. Me too. Um, I am Manolo Doreste. I am a photographer. I work with portraits. I work with families. I also work commercial and advertising. So I, I kind of run the whole gamut of photography. I am based in South Florida, but I'm also have a place in New York and I do a lot of travel for work. So I'm always traveling. I think I've done like 16 trips this year. So it's been a busy year and I'm actually home for a month, just like a month and a couple of days. So uh, I get to wash my car and stay home. <laughs> Netflix. You get to enjoy nice winter weather instead of being in New York, freezing literally. I know, I know. So it's very exciting. So I have an office here in Coral Gables. I'm right on Miracle Mile and I've been doing this about 18 years. So how is that possible? You look so young. What do you mean 18 years? <laughs> I started at like 20 something. Uh, but yeah, professionally, I've had my, my business 18 years. Yeah. That is amazing because that is a testament that if you do good work and you keep up with the times, you can be a long lasting business. Most definitely. It is a business that can go for a long time. It just depends on what your goals are and what you're doing it for, most definitely. I love that. And uh, we have some people here and I love Stephanie. She's here, AKA Sonju. And she says, you sound good. I mean, obviously you look good. So thank you. <laughs> what a cute vibe. She is the best. And then Melissa also, she says, hi. So I love this. we got a great group of people here. And again, we're going to tackle this topic that I love. It's one of my favorites, which is client experiences. And there is this famous thing that I, I'm gonna probably gonna butcher it, but it's like people will for people once how's it go? People will forget what you said, what you did, but not how you made them feel. A hundred percent. That's exactly it. People remember the feeling they have. And there's many areas where you could interject good client experience. The ones we're gonna talk about today aren't necessarily in the field you're in, because this is not specifically for photographers. This is for anyone in the service industry. Love this. And what we're going to talk about more is the experience that happens in three specific segments as opposed to what you're actually doing your trade. So you could be a hairstylist. You could be a florist. You could be a makeup artist. You could be a caterer. It's not necessarily the industry you're in that we're going to talk about on how to enhance that. It's how to enhance your interactions with them before you meet them, when you meet them, and after you meet them. Oh, and I love this, that you break this in three steps, because there is a misconception that people feel like, well, the experience actually happens when the action is happening. So if you're a photographer, you think that the experience begins the moment that you're photographing a wedding or photographing a family, and the same thing for any trade you do, when in reality, the experience starts before that. So let's, I mean, guide us through this. Most definitely. So I'll give you a quick history of my background. So I, I went into college with a, a scholarship of theater. Okay. So I learned set design. I learned staging. I learned directing, makeup, hair, lighting. A lot of those things played into my actual personal career. So professional career, sorry. So that background was very influential in my current day career. And I do about 25 weddings a year. That's kind of where I range up. But then other work that 
balances that out is, is, is going to be my portraits, my children, my family, and my advertising and commercial work. That's just kind of a little backstory on me. And as I mentioned, I've been doing this for a little while. I also love French Bulldogs and pizzas. And if we want to talk about those, we could definitely talk <laughs> later. Um, but what we're going to talk about today are basically what I call the three P's to enhancing a client experience. Oh, okay. I like it. Guess what those three P's are, Carolina? Uh... Uh, maybe a personality in somewhere. I don't know. I'm really bad at these guessing games. <laughs> it's okay. Well, they're not pizzas or uh -oh. pepperonis or potato chips because those are all things I like together. Those are things that I would love to get from any experience that I've had. <laughs> right? So if you ever do have a pizza, just try to put some potato chips on it because it really changes. So you just gave me like a new meaning in life. <laughs> I love it. So we're going to talk about the first P is pre. Okay. leading up to your actual consultation okay the second p is present what happens during your consultation and the third p is post everything after and following up so those are kind of the three areas we're going to cover in 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 what we're going to talk about today the pre is actually the one that has the most amount of content okay so it has to do with your language it's really important that your language is unified on all platforms, not only when you answer the phone, but in the emails you send, on your social, as well as your website. If those languages aren't cohesive, there's a disconnect in your brand market message. Example, if you answer the phone and say, hey, this is Carolina, very bubbly and up and lively, But when you go to your social or your emails, it's very, hello, my name is Carolina, and I am this, and I am this, and it becomes very formal, your brand message is disconnected. So language is one we talk about to make sure that across all platforms, your voice is consistent. Mm, so good. Because I see uh, a lot of, I mean, and, and in this case, I'm going to use photographers to this. Sure there's like a little bit of a struggle. They're like, do I need to be myself? Do I need to be formal? Because, you know, sometimes, I mean, some of us, we still carry on that kind of like old mentality of like, when you're business, you are very professional. Like that is stiff personality. When times are changing and I love this, you know, like we, the more unique you are and the more you that you can present, the better that is going to be for your business. 100%. It's people work with people not always with companies. Now, I'm not speaking about big brands, like you have a Target or a Walmart or a okay. Uniqlo. But when it comes to small businesses, you're working with people. So it's important that you know who you're working with and your relationship because people hire people, not people businesses when it comes to small businesses. So that's, that's really, really important. And I think that's so important that you mentioned that because uh, people are like in general, they're like, oh my God, the market is oversaturated. It doesn't matter if you're a photographer, a videographer, an event planner, there is a lot of, I mean, there's 7 billion people in the world. So no matter what you do, it's going to be oversaturated. So like what's going to help you stand out is who you are, your personality. That's at the end of the story, what's going to make you succeed. You know, I get this question often. They said, oh, who is your competitor? And I don't say it in an arrogant way, but I said, I don't have competition. And this is strictly because there's not another Manolo Doreste. There's not another Carolina. Who you are identifies and makes you that original creative. So I'm Manolo. You're not going to find another Manolo. Yeah, there's that name, but my personality, my goofiness, my attention to detail 
is kind of all encompassed in me, same way your traits make you all encompassed in you. So to me, yeah, can we both take great photos? Most definitely. The person has to align with that creative connection. But when you go beyond that and you kind of take that out of the mix, it's you. So there's not another one of us. That's why to me, I think everyone's fantastic. And that client's going to gel and connect with the person who they connect with. So that's why the more you show who you are, the more you can expose that, the more you're going to attract that client that connects with you. I love this. And I want to point something out. You photograph luxury weddings. You photograph upscale events. And yet you are, as you said, goofy. You said that you like pizza. You said that you like French bulldogs. So just because you photograph those events doesn't mean that you need to be a stiff and always super proper and never like take yourself so, you know, seriously. Like you are just having fun. And still you are photographing those amazing, luxurious weddings. So I think that's another thing that I see a lot of photographers struggle with. They're like, well, I'm going to photograph luxury weddings, so I can't just be that goofy myself. Yeah. I think you have to be you. And I think you're going to connect with that client who relates to you. That's how, how, to me, that's how it's going to line up. I think, yeah, you could be a certain way. And that person who doesn't connect to that just won't connect to that. And to me, it's important that the quality versus the quantity is really important in the longevity of your business. Because if you're doing work just to do work and you're not getting enjoyment out of it and satisfaction, is it really worth it for you? You're gonna get burned out. That's what's gonna happen and you're gonna quit no matter what. 100%. Uh, 100%. Yeah. Awesome. So we have all this stuff, you know, like the pre- we're supposed to have a nice website. We're supposed to show up on social media. So like a little shout out to all of you that are not showing up on social media. Don't be afraid of it. Just do it. You know, Instagram stories is a great tool to, you know, showcase your personality without being super curated as your feed. Um, So that's when we start, like, that's how, like, the first point of connection that we have with future clients. Now we go to the second P, which is? Yeah. Well, there's a lot more in the first Oh, okay. All right. Let's continue. Kind of touch on them. One is education. I think it's important to let you know, your client know what to expect. Okay. When you... We apply to emails, what times you're available. I tell my clients, don't text me. I'm horrible with texting. Send me an email. So I think a big part of it is educating them, educating them in in your process, right? So, for example, if a client's coming in for a first interview or meeting, say, please allow 30 minutes to 45 minutes for our conversation so you have enough time. So education, I think, is another part that um, we need to look into. And, And success is another one. Set yourself up for success. We try to get a little information from our clients before we step into the actual meeting, whether it's a guilty pleasure, whether it's um, some PDF samples that we know that they're going to connect to from their venue they're working at. So let's let's because I love like I love ver- like I love visuals and this is a podcast. We need to like tell a story. Let's say that I am going to get married. I'm not a photographer. I'm just like a regular person. And I come across your website. I just stalk you a little bit on Instagram because let's be honest, that's what our clients are doing. And I'm like, you know what? I do it to them too. Great point. I do stalk them too. We'll talk about that later. Go ahead. So I'm like, I like this guy. I'm going to send an inquiry. So I'm like, hey, Manolo, I'm getting married. Let's say at Vizcaya. This is my date. Are you available? What's your reply to this? Like what comes next? Yeah, I'm going to reply to them in the same tone they replied to, they emailed me. Mm. So if they're a much more casual question-based email, I'm going to reply in a more casual question-based response. 
So I'll say congratulations. I was happy to hear about that. Um, here's some information as part of our pricing structure. I might give them a price range. I realize that if you, if I send an email sometimes with a specific price list, it might create more questions. Okay. So give price ranges so they have an idea. Hey, this is about how much you might invest in services. And then I ask them a question or two. Hey, do you have an event planner? Do you already have this reserve? Something that lets them reply relatively quickly to a question. And if I'm able to show them something, whether it's a blog, an image, an album that correlates with the venue they're working at, I might incorporate that as well. Awesome. Yeah. So you are minimizing the questions, but really maximizing that you are the right person for them by showing them a beautiful blog post. But, you know, having this like, now they have to answer back to you because you ask a simple question. So now there is like, okay, they're going to get back to me. So they're not going to ghost me per se. Simple question. Do you have an event planner? How many guests are you thinking about? Um, what style of photography do you lean towards? Something that's easy to reply to. And ideally something that when you look at your phone, it fits on the first page of your phone. So it could be a quick reply because most people are doing this during working hours. Let's be honest. True. So <laughs> let's say that, you know, I replied to you and now what's your next step? You're going to go and search for me. Well, <laughs> I'll search for them, I think, when we're going to go to step two, which is meeting in person. Okay. So let's pretend we've already set up a time to meet. I will do my research. I'll check with the venue. If, if I can get more details on that about that client, I will. I might check with a planner if I know they're working with a planner. Say, hey, what can you tell me about this couple or this client? I might go on social and, and see what I could find. That way, there is a little more of a genuine connection when we actually do get to meet. So I go to your studio and you have find out that I actually love Game of Thrones and the Housewives. <laughs> Which I have a feeling might be completely accurate. It is. It is actually on my website. <laughs> I believe that. So I show up and now we're going to have this conversation. So how do you make clients comfortable? Because there's always, you know, you're meeting a stranger. They're meeting a stranger. It's just like that. I don't know. So now in those I have no data on, unfortunately. <laughs> what? I know, I know. I quit. I, We're canceling this work. This, know, this podcast. I'm out of here. <laughs> but what I do try to do is if they do have some sort of guilty pleasure, whether it's a food, a candy, a snack, those I try to provide for our in-person oh, meeting. Mm, delicious. But if I don't have either one of those, knowledge on what you just mentioned, or those that information, I ask a lot of questions. I noticed that when I ask people questions, people like to talk about themselves for the most part, I'm gonna say a good percentage of the population. So I do ask them questions, whether it's questions based about the wedding, questions about the potential person they might be marrying. So my, my thing is a discovery. Okay. Questions about who they are, what they're looking for, how do they make their fiance, that's what I go into. Awesome, I love this. Alrighty, so what what else happens in this pre in this first P? So we got already good branding, yeah. good tone, yeah. uh, rapport with the person that is probably booking you. What I call lawyer up, which is doing your research, which exactly. we and then reminders. A simple it could be whether it's an email to text message, whether it's an email that's already set to go out the day before, but some sort of reminder, say, hey, looking forward to meeting you tomorrow. Please make sure this is where we're going to meet at. This is our time frame. Please allow this much time. If you have any questions, let me know. Here's some email to direction or parking or things like that. So a little reminder is the last thing we do in the pre. Awesome. Yeah. So what comes after this? Present. 
What okay. do we do when we actually meet them? Now, I'm going to understand that some people will meet in person. Mm -hmm. Some people might meet virtually. So we'll talk about both of those. But it's important to basically try to wow them at the door is what I call it. Mm, so I like that. In the location, we have a, a lobby upon our arrival. We have a main living room, which we're in now. And then we have a kitchen and a, and a workspace. So in the main lobby, wowing at the door means greeting them by name. Um, offering them something to drink and it's not would you like to it's not it's not would you like to drink something it's what are you drinking so it's already going to be a drink we don't know what <laughs> there is no option to back out from that. alcoholic it could be caffeinated who knows but we're going to go that route we also make sure there's always a candle lit so it smells really good in there I want to point this because I had asked on my Facebook, I'm like, if you can make uh, the live, do you have any questions for Manolo? And Sonju was like, ask about the candle. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. So I, I started buying this one candle brand nine, 10 years ago because I just liked how it smelled from my office. And then I started buying wholesale and then people end up buying it for me just yeah. I love it. I, just, I like, need to get a candle then. Like next time I see you, I need to get a candle. We'll get you a candle. I promise. <laughs> I promise. I promise. Um, and then that's it. I, I actually give a couple minutes to acclimate. Okay. I'm, I'm a big believer about feeling comfortable. So upon meeting them, I'll say hello to them. And I might give them a couple minutes just to sit down, look at the studio, feel comfortable in the studio, and just take a deep breath. If this happening in person, it could be a simple, hi, how are you? Did you find it okay? Give me a second just to refresh. Whether you go to the restroom, give them a second just to like take in the space you're in. I think that's important for me to make sure that they feel comfortable. Fantastic. What if you are doing a virtual meeting? Um, that's a good question. I think at that point you're there. <laughs> um, what you can do, depending on where you're at, whether it's a home office, whether it's a studio, you could give them a tour of your space. Hey guys, listen, I know you're not here, but I want to show you what we have set up in our location whether to walk through of a home office or walk through a studio. Either one of those could work out really well to let them see what your space looks like. Yeah. I love that. And Stonju says here, I mean, if I remember dad from two years ago at a workshop, imagine what a client remembers. So we're talking back about the candles. So those yeah. are things that really click into, you know, prospects brain. And sometimes we overlook, we're like, yeah, whatever. But those are like things that are very memorable. Yeah. What I try to do oftentimes is, is step into and go to luxury stores and look how those brands are interacting with you, how they're addressing you, how they're charging your credit card, how they're delivering your credit card. Have you noticed that when they deliver credit cards lately, they actually put in both their hands and they extend it. That's a very Japanese way to deliver things. I yeah. went to Japan two years ago and I was just like, in a constant wow factor just because i was treated like a freaking goddess it, and it's just like the culture it's not like they were doing anything different to me but like something as simple as like both hands eye contact they do a little bow i mean don't do that because that's not your culture but like what i'm saying is like you know little things that are so so important i when i do ips i even bring like a nice heavy pen because yeah. even the even the feel of that it feels expensive completely who don't know IPS is in-person in-person spells yeah so like instead of just getting like a pen that is just like I don't know you got I don't know at a liquor store get like a nice pen that feels expensive and mm -hmm. it's so important to you as you said if you are unsure about it just go to a luxury store walk around sit in a couch and just 
away there for a minute and take it all in. Shoes. Exactly. Most definitely. Next thing I talk about when you're in the present moment in your meeting is to lead with intention. I think sometimes as a professional in whatever industry you're in, um, sometimes you let the client lead that conversation. And I'm open to questions all the time and interactions most definitely, but I want to make sure that they know that I have a sequence of things I want to review with them. I want to walk them through the process. I usually try to interview them a little bit, get some information about them, how they met, what their story is. I try to then say, hey, this is my plan. I'll tell them what I like to do next is get to know a little bit more about your wedding and those details. I like to then go over what your vision is for photography. I'd also like to then go over my services and make sure we're a match for each other. How does that sound? 10 times out of 10, they say, perfect. I love that. Because again, you are guiding the process. You are presenting yourself as an expert without overpowering the situation. And I think, and I see this with my clients all the time. This is the first, I mean, most of the time, this is the first time they're getting married. They, they don't know what's going on or what's supposed to be. So like when they come across somebody that is, you know, gentle, but it's still, I'm going to take the lead. It seems like, okay, we can trust this person. For sure. Exactly shows your expertise, most definitely. And it's also important to listen, ask questions, and take notes. I Every time I meet with a couple, whether it's in person or over the phone or virtually, I have a document with all the things I want to talk to them about. Um, and they're broken down into what I just mentioned, the interview part, the wedding part, the photography part, and then the services part. So it's, for me, a formula. I want to go over all these details. I don't want to miss anything. I want to make sure it all gets captured. And I document it. Um, have you noticed you've, you've made, you made a phone call to, let's say, uh, a customer service line? And they say, what's your name? And you say, Carolina. And then a couple of minutes, so what's your name again? <laughs> I hate that. I just told you my name. So it's, <laughs> no one likes that, you know, because you feel that they're not listening to you. So for me, it's important. And again, this is, my brand and my way of approaching it, but I do like to take those notes. So I have that reference point. If they tell me, for example, because I have couples that a parent might, might no longer be around with them. I write that down because I want to be sensitive to that in the future. And not so good. that parents are both around on both sides because there could be they've lost a parent. It could be that they've separated. It could be that they're estranged. You don't know those details. So if you do ask them once, note it so you don't ask it again. Definitely. So good. So yeah. good. I, I love that because again, all those little things start to add. Yeah. Oh, completely. And then when we get to the part of services, I give them a list of services. I have my own copy. I review all of it, but I've listened. So at the end of that, I'll say, based on what I've heard you say, this is what I think is best for you. And I don't do it personally. What's best for you based on the dollar value. I do it based on what they've told me because I feel that if you try to sell something or offer something that they don't want, they've expressed they're not interested and it just makes it more expensive. It comes across as you're trying to basically make more money. Definitely. And we're a profit business. We are on the goal to make money and, and for that goal. But I always feel that if there's an honesty in what you're offering them and say, based on what I've heard, this is what is a best match for you there's a lot more integrity and respect behind the trust that happens there. 
So if you already started off that conversation and that interaction with a strong trust that they see you're genuinely offering something because it's a good match for them, not because it's a higher dollar value, they already start to trust you. And when you say as a photographer in our case, hey, do this, and they have doubts in their mind, they're like, no, 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 they're trustworthy because they're going to offer something that works, and I've seen their work. So it kind of starts to lay that foundation. So good. And I think we all have been in a situation when we were like, this person is just trying to upsell me, and it doesn't feel right, and I just don't like it. It's like when you go to the mechanic, and especially as, you know, I don't know anything about cars, and I'm like, what? What What? What did he just say? Like, I, it just feels like a sketchy. So like, you don't want that in your business. You want your client to be always comfortable. And again, if you had set up a good pricing, yes, of course, booking the highest collection will be better for us. But even if they're booking your smallest collection, you should be able to make a profit out of it. Of course, I'm on the same page. Um, and as I always said, like if you lead with integrity, and as I said, and as you said, like giving the client what is best for them, at the end of the experience or whatever happens, you might upsell them just because they love you, they love your products, and now they feel the need to have that album that they didn't get at the beginning or that extra hour of coverage for their wedding, whatever the case is. Yeah, so we had a couple that in our collection had a large album. We have beyond that two larger sizes, an extra large and an extra, extra large, right? So this one couple saw how when they selected all the photos they wanted, it might be too crammed into the amount of spreads that was already included. So they upgraded to the larger, larger book. It's actually here. Look Show at monstrosity. <laughs> oh, that's a huge album. And for the people that are listening on the podcast, how big is this thing? It's like a 16 by 20. It is gorgeous though. And then like you look at the pages and it's ginormous. Of course. And they look gorgeous. But they couldn't be happier. And it wasn't me upselling them. It was them realizing I want more photos, but it's not going to look good. And I want a bigger album. So it was just a trust process through the whole process from the engagement to the wedding, them trusting what we offered, and then eventually upgrading after the wedding. And that word is so good, which is trust. They need to trust you. They Mm. need to trust that you are the right professional for them. And as you said, it all begins when even before they book you, the kind of tone that you use, the kind of content that you put on social media, how you address other vendors, all that, all that foundation. Yeah, I'm also really big on not doing something if I don't think it's going to look good. Ooh, I like that. I might say, listen, I'm not a fan of this. We'll shoot it and then we'll keep going. And they're like, okay, cool. And then when they see it and they don't connect with it, like, oh, yeah, you were right. But I satisfied them. I warn them, hey, this might not look great, but we move on. And then I might say, all right, it's funny. A lot of women, ladies, women, kind of under the age of like 18. Mm-hmm. They do like either it's coming of age, 16s, 15s, or, or senior portraits. For some reason, they love their hair parted down the middle. They love it. They love it. They love it. <laughs> and then this just happened to me this week with, with a client. And I said, listen, I know this is how you like your hair. And I know you don't like it parted to the side, but just let me try this out. Put her hair in the way I liked it. I actually restyled it. The stylist was there with us. We fixed it. I took a photo. I showed it to her. She said, oh, no, I I like it. I like it a lot. She actually learned that she likes her hair in two more ways that day (laughs) because we did it and then shot it. Because one of the looks, I said, why don't you do a high ponytail? Mm, No, I don't like high ponytails. I took the photo. She's like, mm, I like high ponytails. 
<laughs> uh, shooting, I mean, photographing seniors is always something. It's a blast. It's a, it a blast. And then what I do at the end is once we review services and I've made a recommendation of what I think is best for them, I basically let them know a couple of things. I one, how to reserve services. Okay. These are the variations. I ask them how that sounds so they could give me some of their feedback. And then I'll close with, I'd like to give you a couple minutes to think about it. I'm going to step out. Just let me know when you're ready. That way they just have a moment to talk to their, their partner about what they want to do, whether they don't feel comfortable speaking in front of me, which I understand, but I don't want to be on top of them forcing that conversation. So I'll say, I'm going to step out give me a couple minutes. I'll be right back. And then when I come back, there's usually a decision. There's some more questions. And when then we take it from there. Awesome. I love all this. So many great pointers. And again, you don't need to have a studio to do this. You can do this virtually, even if you, yeah, virtually over the phone. I think that you gave us some like a great plan to have, which is like have your questions outlined so you can follow a process. Of course, you're listening and the conversation is going to evolve organically. But if you have kind of like a roadmap of where you need to go, you're not going to get distracted with things that don't serve the client or don't serve you. For sure. And then it's at that point that we'll get more detailed information. Then we'll ask them for the addresses. We'll ask them for their social media platforms, all the things that we want to move forward with the contract. Awesome. It closes with post what happens after that meeting. So it's kind of simple and I always feel it needs to be genuine, right? So if they did move forward and hired us, we're going to send them a beautiful gift box with a bunch of branded stuff and a personalized note for them to kind of enjoy on the wedding day along with like a wedding welcome packet. Which okay. information on what to do on wedding day and all that stuff. If it's not completely finalized, we might send a follow-up email or a follow-up card, depending if we have that information from them. We might connect to the referral source and also thank them for sending us that potential client. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't, but it's nice to be thanked when you've actually reached out to someone and you've sent them future business. This is crucial, and this is my pet peeve. I tell you this. When... I get a referral from somebody else. Let's say, Manolo, you send me a referral because you're busy that day. The first thing that I do, even if I don't book that client, is I would send you an email. Manolo, thank you so much for thinking about my studio for this client and for passing on my information. You are the best. I will keep you posted if I book them. So at least a thank you, at least an acknowledge that sure. your energy, even if it was just like one minute of your life, was... Sure. You know, it, it, it feel like gratitude, just a little bit. Yeah. So, and I see in the industry that a lot of people don't do this. A lot of people even book the referral and like, they tell you like a year later, like, oh yeah, I ended up shooting that wedding or whatever. And like, it drives me a little bit crazy. Like, I don't want anything out of you. I just want a thank you. That's and all I want. That's what it wants to be is acknowledged for sure. I'm on the same page. I agree with that. Yeah. So that's really important. And I think that's going to keep you... Once you start being really grateful, like people start noticing that and it's just like, it becomes like my first person to refer is Manolo because he always sends me that little, at least thank you text message. For sure. Yeah. So super important people, make sure that you are always thanking your referrals, even if you don't book them. For sure. And then I try to make it easy for them to move forward. Once we move forward with the contract, we either do a PDF, we'll ask them if they want us to mail it out to them or if they want to do a DocuSign, something they could do virtually on the phone or on the computer and make things a little faster. I always think it's important to try to work with the way your client likes to work. Something so important. To work into ours, but it's, it's a variation. Very good. So you booked me today. My wedding is in a year. What happened in those 12 months? 
Sure. Um, once we're going to try to connect on social media, so I kind of see who you are and can connect with you. Number two, if we're working on any type of portraits, whether it's your engagement, whether it's a welcome, we'll try to work on that as soon as possible. So for example, if we are working on engagement portraits, we'll set up a time to plan the art direction for that. The look, the feel, the location, the style, what you're going to do after that, what you're going to keep from that. So it's just kind of line iteming what we want to do and start that process already. And about like three to four weeks pre-wedding, we'll do a full wedding photography timeline. Talk about what to expect, when to expect it, what requests they might have for photos, get that photo family list going. So do our checklist and then start putting everything on our calendar so that it backtracks out of the wedding. I love that. Uh, this is one thing that I do with my clients, uh, just because of my brand, the way that my brand is, that is, you know, bubbly and fresh and, you know, casual per se. I always connect with my clients on social media. So like we could have like a friendlier, you know, attitude towards each other. So like when we meet a year later, it's not like, oh yeah, I remember this stranger. It's just like, yes, Carolina, the housewives, Game of Thrones, like we can catch up in all our favorite Bravo TV shows. Exactly. <laughs> and I think, I think it, you know, it's really good because now it's like you get to know your client also, you get to know what they like, where they have traveled. You have plenty of conversation that is not involved in like business. You know, you can make it more casual and feel a little bit more relaxed less like a vendor more like a friend of course and you could also see what angles they like in their photos yes so good <laughs> i'm like you like your left side don't you you're like yes i do <laughs> i love it so it is important like if you are listening to this podcast and you feel like i don't want to connect with any client i don't want to do this i mean you have to honor what you like to do but it is good to get a little bit out of your comfort zone because at the end of the day it's gonna help you with your business now if your personal instagram or facebook is i don't know i don't even want to say what it is and you just don't want anybody to see that well maybe don't do it but try to connect with your clients in a little bit of a more personal level i think in this in this specific um industry where it comes to weddings but also more specifically photography we're really close to those people that day on that wedding. So to me, I want to have a little more of a connection with them so that they feel comfortable and they're just as excited to see me as I am excited to see them on that day. So I want that bond. I want that rapport. I want that connection personally because I want to be able to have fun with them. I, I'm taking a day off to be with you and your family. Believe it or not, I want to work and get my job done, but I also want to have fun. Exactly. You want to enjoy yourself. Yeah. There's times that I laugh so much at a wedding that it's just like, I'm getting paid to do this. I can't believe it. That's, that's <laughs> the best feeling. And again, we are so fortunate that we get to do this job because at the end of the day, also, we are choosing who we work with. Yeah. We're so make, sure. make it good for them. Make it good for you. Most definitely. Awesome. So you shoot the wedding. Everybody loves you. Everybody connects with you. What comes next? Definitely. Um, anywhere from four to six weeks after the wedding, we have the images ready to view for the couple. And we give them a couple different options. The most popular one is what we call a wedding party. Mm. So what is we do here in our studio. Um, we have, I don't know, whatever space is a thousand square feet. I don't know. But it's like a living room. And what we do is we bring them back. We could host up to 15 people and they get to view their photos. 
So in this viewing wedding party, we're going to have snacks and beverages and champagne and seats, and they're going to enjoy a 45 minute to one hour presentation of their wedding day. We've had couples that don't even live in state and they're like, no, no, don't put them online. I want to go down for that wedding. Viewing. Of course, because that's like a little party, like for them. That's like, I'm going to invite my, my best man and my maid of honor and my mom is coming and it's going to be a great thing. We have one coming today, so we have everything kind of already ready for them. Look at that. And if you're listening to the podcast, Manolo just shows like a tray with like sodas and a sparkling water and all that good stuff. All that fun stuff. So yeah, we're getting ready for one this afternoon at one o'clock with Nick and Ben. So we're excited. Oh, nice. Say hi to Nick and Ben from the Tech Republic. <laughs> they were so much fun. They had four wardrobe changes on that day. That's that's my kind of client. That level of extra is what I love out of people. I so underdressed. I was like, no one told me about this. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And if you are listening or watching this and you don't have a studio, I myself, I don't have a studio, but I do in-person reveals and we do a live show. I mean, not live, but like kind of like what we're doing right now. I sh like I host a chat with them. They know it's going to take about an hour. I tell them, put your phones away. This is the time to, for you to enjoy your pictures for the first time. I play music. So I made it super comfortable within you know what we got because you don't have to have a studio to create no, a great all. experience for people yeah. and i started doing this um a couple of years ago and the reason why is a little story that i'm going to tell you so i got some beautiful pictures of me and my husband taken in san francisco gorgeous pictures beautiful and the photographer was super nice and he's like here is a gallery like he sent me an email here's a gallery and i remember getting the gallery kind of like in the middle of the day and I'm like, oh my God, I'm gonna check. Like, I can't wait for my husband. I'm gonna check it right now. But I'm like eating lunch. So I'm like not really paying attention. I'm like, I don't really wanna look because I wanna wait for my husband. I don't wanna do this. My husband came home that night and I'm like, let's look at the photos. And he was like, well, let me go to the gym first. And then we do this. And it became a process that we ended up watching the photos at some point, but it's been years and we never even buy any of the photos. Not because I don't love them. I thought every single photo was amazing, but I was never in the right headspace to sit down and do it. And I feel like when you are actually hosting either a live presentation or a virtual presentation, you kind of like tell your client that this is a time for you. Yeah. Put that phone away. This is time that you're gonna enjoy your photos. For sure, yeah, I, we're in a line obviously. That's exactly what I recommend because we're always pulled in a thousand directions. Like if you just think of how people communicate, let's start with a phone call. You have a text message. Then you have, what is it, eight different social platforms? And all the DMs? <laughs> like, I'm um, like, a message came in, where is that message? <laughs> I was like, ah. So, and on, add to that, try to concentrate. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, definitely a suggestions for all of you listening out there. And this is so important because you might think you're like, oh, I don't have the time. I send a gallery. That's so much easier. Of course, you know, of course, that's so much easier. But at the end of the day, what you want is clients are going to rave about you. Clients are going to remember every single thing. Not only that, I hate the anxiety of sending a gallery and not listening from the person. I'm like, do they love the photos? Do they love And in my opinion, they've now been delivered something. It's digital, right? There's not a tangible product. And I think there's something to be said about tangible products that have a higher value than what you ever pay for them. So 
I think as a professional, if you don't make that opportunity for them to get those tangible products, whether it's an album, whether it's wall art, whether it's a keepsake, I feel like you might not really have given them the best opportunity, right? It's like walking to, I think, a department store and trying on a bunch of clothes that looks great on you, but then the salesperson never said, all right, what are we going to get today? And then you just walk out. So Correct. Yeah. So, so true. So this is also your opportunity for an, a natural and an organic upsell. For sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. Awesome. What else comes after this? That's it. Then we go on the honeymoon together and, you know, it's, it's <laughs> all love from there. I think that when you have delivered the three P's and you have executed the, the three P's, it comes really easy to ask for that review and for referrals. For sure. I 100% agree with you. Yeah. Because you have given this couple or, or you know, whatever your industry is, you have given absolutely your best. You have been present. You have been intentional about the relationship that you are building that after that, they are like, they love you so much. There is nothing else they can do that just give you love back in the form of either a review, referrals, business a couple of years later when they get pregnant or they have other fans, other, you know, party events. So that's so important. We're in this business that even if you are just a wedding photographer, there is so much opportunity to get business from your past clients. Oh, 100%. And just also the professionals within your industry. Yeah, definitely. 100%. We have Melissa here. She is all the way in LA and she's saying good points. Thank you. Yay. Love that, Melissa. <laughs> Let me point Melissa here. So, so yeah, so I know, I know it seems like a lot. I know it seems like, oh my God, that is a tedious job. It's a lot of little things that I need to do. But at the end of the day, it's going to make your business so much better. It's going to make the experience so much remarkable. Like just think about all the things that Manolo talk about, all the things that he does. And now just compare to like a very basic experience. Yes. You book somebody, maybe send an email, show up the day of the wedding and then send a follow-up email with their images. You could be the best photographer in town. You could deliver on time, but there was no attachment. There was no emotion. There was no like a buildup of a relationship. Yeah. The experience could always be upped for sure. Awesome. I love that. Do you send, do you after, okay. So after this, perhaps you connected on social media. Do you still like show up every now and then into like their Instagrams and be like, Hey, you look fantastic. I miss you. Where you been? For sure. A genuine comment. Like if they look great, wow, you look stunning. If, if something's going on, congratulations. Yeah. I, I, I try to make it authentic for sure, but I do stay connected with them on social. Awesome. I love this. I think you give us so many good information that we can all apply today to our business. As I said, whether you're a photographer, any industry really, because this applies to any industry. And for sure. Mm -hmm. I am so happy that you join us today. And I don't know if anybody, any of you have any questions, but if you do, this is the time to ask because we're going to wrap this up because Manolo needs to get ready for that presentation. And it's so good. <laughs> Definitely. Hold on a second. I have a question here from Melissa. It's a long question, so I'm going to pop it here. Making people feel good is so important. People would ask me for my business card at events, and I, I have photographed, and they said it was just because my positive attitude. I'm always shocked because they haven't even seen my work, but I stood out just by smiling and having a good attitude. That is so true. Yeah, it's interesting because I get something very similar to what Melissa just said is, 
people haven't seen my photos and at the reception like you're such a great photographer i was like thank you for saying that and i'm thinking how how do they know this like what made them think that but it, it has to do with what melissa's talking about it's it's your attitude it's how you approach it it's the level of investment you have in making sure it looks good I, and and i i'm also one that's more do it right in the camera so if something's not in place i'm going to take another 30 seconds and make sure it's in place oh i'm the queen of moving things around <laughs> I could say I'm the same thing. <laughs> I like, yeah, and I, yeah, I like to, you know, go the extra step. I'm like, we're gonna do this right now. So, uh -huh. I, and I think clients appreciate that. They're like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Okay, let's do it. Like, yeah. they, they see the effort. That's what the guests are picking up on is that your intention to make sure it looks great, how organized you are, your 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 attitude, all those things make a difference in how you even proceed. Yeah. I love that. So Manolo, to close this, I always ask my guests this question. What are you loving right now? It doesn't have to be business related. Oh my God. What am I loving right now? Being home for a month. Ah, that's <laughs> nice. And just not have to travel and just go out with my friends and, and grab dinner and, and stock French bulldogs and stuff like that. I don't have a French bulldog, but I have MacArthur, which is, which is an old English bulldog. So maybe we need to have dinner so yeah. you can see my fat boy. I put him away because he never barks, but as soon as I start a podcast, he starts barking. He's on, yeah, <laughs> I can relate. I do the same thing. <laughs> so yeah, we definitely should have dinner uh, soon. And where could people find you? I my my studio in Miracle Mile, or if they want to connect me virtually, or um, my name is Manolo M A N O L O, Doreste D O R E S T E, and luckily that combination is the only one on all social platforms. So awesome, really simple to find. Fantastic. So people go and connect with Manolo. Give him a shout out. If you're listening to this podcast, make sure that you tag us. We love to hear from you. And Manolo, thank you so much for being so gracious, for sharing so much information with all of us. I really enjoy having you around. You're, you're always like in such a good energy that I love and adore that from you. And I can't wait to see you very soon. And for all of you that are joining us live, thank you for watching this show. If you're listening to the podcast, thank you for listening. And I can't wait to do another live with another amazing guest guys ciao bye guys see you soon take care thanks for listening to today's episode for more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes please visit thetogrepublic.com if you enjoy today's show please go to itunes and leave us a review want even more join our marketing community group just search for the tog republic group on facebook until next week